Is there a simple way to understand the infinite banking concept? We believe we have cracked that code, and we're about to show it to you right now in this episode. Welcome back. It's 2024, ladies and gentlemen, and we're here as the Cash Compound podcast for another great season. Why don't you introduce yourself over there and tell them what the people can expect this year? Yeah. So again, I'm Jonah Dew. This is my brother, Jeremiah. We are the founders of The Cash Compound. On social media, of course, we go by The Banking Bros. You can find us on all the fun social media channels. But this year, you can expect lots and lots of information and education from us. And so So if you're here listening to this podcast episode, you're in the right spot. Today, we are going to break down the absolute simplest way and form to understand the infinite banking concept. I think that a lot of people get into a uh, rut when they find out what the infinite banking concept is on a way to understand it, because there's so many videos out there, so many books that explain it, explain it well but that don't explain it for the first timer. (laughs) That's true. Right. So nine years ago, when we learned of this concept, it was just over nine years ago, I think you and I really first had our introduction to what was going on and whole life insurance, infinite banking. What is it? What isn't it? There were way less videos at that point. There were way less visuals. And uh, so at that time, how, how in the world did you, do you remember the way we used to try to explain it to each other? Right. When we first saw a presentation at the front of the room, we saw numbers. Yeah. I we saw re- concepts and numbers. I remember that we used to talk with the insurance company provided documents, yep. which if you've seen any of those ever, these are not easy. To read. <laughs> you've got to have, right. You almost need a degree. And uh-huh. read through insurance company provided documents. People don't even try to read through them. No, it's not. No that, it's not a thing you would look. You like. I'm good. I guess. Yeah. It, it yeah. And it really doesn't matter what type of insurance they are. Right. A car insurance company can send you ten pages, and you go, Nah. Nope. I'll go with what they said. Bottom the drawer. Phone. Bottom yeah. drawer in the closet. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Whatever they said on the phone. That's going to have to be it for me. Yep. And uh, that can get you in a lot of trouble if you're not paying attention to what you think and want to happen in this world world of what you might call infinite banking, because nobody knows how to read the doc, the jargon, right? Uh, the, uh, specific words in this specific subset of insurance are very, very important. And of course there's lots of types of insurance out there. So this is the thing I remember trying to explain everything through the numbers and through math. And that's how we always started. And we have changed up our approach completely at this point to try to help somebody who is new to the idea get started and know what's going on no matter what the numbers are. Right. And that is a big difference and a great approach that we have. So Jonah, I am going to put my foot down right now and say that we have the best and simplest way to understand the infinite banking concept on the internet. You might be right. You might be right. I haven't heard or seen anyone who uh, is close, actually. Yeah, so not even I'm close. Gonna, I'm going to go with your problem. See, that's crazy. I've been claiming that now for a couple months, but now I'm going to put it out here on the podcast episode. So thank you for joining. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you're listening to. If you're watching us out there, you see that I've taken up a new hobby in 2024 as well. I've got the origami heart in front of in right here because we love you 
out there. And we're looking forward to helping you guys crack the code to cash flow. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have named the infinite banking concept around here the save and spend system. That's right. And our visual for this is the three cup setup. Mm-hmm. Not only does it have a great visual, three cups, of course, but it also has... Uh, like a rhyme, three cup setup, sure. which is um, which I'm always into. Yep. Well, here's a question I've got. Uh, so it's a question for you, but also a question for the audience members out there, which is when you hear us say that you can save and spend money at the exact same time, what do you actually think of when you hear that? I can save money and spend money at the exact same time. That's the first time you're hearing it. What does it What does it make you think? It's a great question for everyone else out there because I'm I'm stuck with you all day so i mean i i it makes me well, think of you, infinite banking i know so. you know but yeah but i'm I, saying i don't know I'm what else the first timer uh-huh. hears that or thinks of it you're probably thinking one of two things the first thing you're thinking is save money and spend money at the same time they're just not talking about the same money right sure i can save money and spend money at the same time if i have two dollars i'll save one of the dollars there you go and i'll spend the other dollar brother ben says benjamin franklin a penny saved is a penny earned right so right. That, they're probably thinking that when we say the save and spend system but of course if you've been listening to us for any time or if this is your first time hearing us let me be very clear we're not talking about two different dollars we're talking about the ability to save and spend money at the exact same time right and that's there we really go. important so one dollar right well, this is a two dollar a lot of people but... hear that uh, and they hear us say that, that's why they need some sort of easy explanation. Because without an easy explanation, your brain will play tricks on you. I can't save and spend anything at the same time. It right. doesn't matter if it's a dollar or if it's a sandwich. I can't. Right. I, I can't, can't eat and not, save it yeah, for tomorrow. It, right. And so <laughs> right. that's what can get really confusing. So our breakdown of in this episode, the three cup setup is all about answering that question, how you can save and spend money at the exact same time. So ladies and gentlemen, as we break things down over the course of this episode, do realize that when we're talking about the save and spend system, it is synonymous with the infinite banking concept and or becoming your own banker. So if you hear those terms out there or you know those terms or someone else is talking about those terms in reference to Nelson Nash's work, that is what we're talking about here. We just want you to know that. So let's start off with the product here. Sure. Before we get into the process, Jonah, we got to talk about the product. And that's what the three cup setup is going to help us do is we got to name this product. So let's talk a little bit about insurance at first. So here's, so here's where I have a little bit of an advantage on the average person. And that was because I actually got a job working for an insurance company way back in, you'll have to forgive me. I think I don't know. 2015. I you got always make up. You always make up your dates because I don't. <laughs> but I actually think 2015 is correct. Okay. 2015. I got a job working for an insurance company, and I was a salesman there. And we were selling property and casualty insurance, which is the fancy name for auto insurance and home insurance. So that's what we were selling. So because I had that job, I knew some of the insurance jargon that the everyday person doesn't know. Right. right. Okay. And so when you ask me, let's talk about product, let's talk about insurance. Uh, there's lots of types of insurance out there. And let me be the first to let you know that the average person has two or three or four different insurances in different areas and hasn't read any of the paperwork, doesn't know how it works. They, they know the basic things that they were told over the phone by the representative who helped them get it. Or if they went in person to the state farm office or the all state office, right. very popular insurance 
insurance companies there. Right, of course. Uh, they know what that person told them, but they've never Googled it. They've never YouTubed. Walk me through my car insurance, YouTube. Yes. They've never done that. Right. Right? I never had. Right. Right. I, I think I'm a very normal, average type of guy. When I started to get into this niche of save and spend, infinite banking, yeah, I hadn't gone through my paperwork before. Right. So I think there are two types of people when it comes to insurance that they have. And we're talking about the regular stuff that you and I all own, like Jonah said, car insurance, phone insurance, fire insurance, right? Valuable property. You like to say fire insurance a lot. Regular people call that house insurance. Right. But I always make alliterations. I always make rhymes. I'm fine. Yes. Fire insurance for those yes, of you out but there let who the people don't know. know is house insurance, home insurance. Uh, it is different than rental insurance. If you've got that, if you're renting, they are two different things. Okay. So two people who carry insurance out there in the mental world, there's the people who want to protect their property and they realize that if insurance, uh, they have insurance they give an insurance company money. The insurance company takes on the risk for the loss of the property. That's right. The value of the property, the loss of the property, something happens like a fire. Okay. There's two types of people. One, the people who want to protect their property and the rest of the people who believe they're forced into getting it and don't want it. That is correct. Give me your take on these people. Normally, those folks are really only talking about car insurance. Only talking about car insurance because uh, in certain scenarios, pretty much almost all 50 states, you'll have to double check me if you'd like to. You're also forced, if you have a mortgage, to have home insurance, but you never hear people complaining about that one. They, For some reason, they understand, oh, if my house burns down, if the tree outside my house has a limb that falls on it, oh, I need that insurance. But when it comes to car insurance, they want to complain. We're forced into car insurance. It's insurance, insurance takes the risk off of you. And so it's the same. It doesn't matter if it's car or house or, I mean, that's how insurance works. And yeah, it's very important for people to understand that. Ladies and gentlemen, remember the insurance company is a third party that you've got a contract deal with. And they say, we've got the risk now. You mess up or someone messes you up, flush that phone down the toilet or that tree falls on your house. We'll keep, take up the slack. Okay, so that's insurance in a nutshell right there. You know, one more thing. I might oh, be okay. jumping ahead here, yeah. but I want to say it now. Even if we don't answer it, we'll come back to it. I want to say it now. I think a lot of times people have a negative connotation in their mind about insurance because so many insurances never have to or don't pay out. Big deal right there. Not, yes. not because the insurance company's pulling a fast one over, because you never crash your car. Right. Or because your house doesn't burn down or that tree doesn't fall on your house. And so you've had this insurance for years and you never realized a benefit. So let's talk about life insurance now. We're going to use life insurance for our save and spend system or our private bank or becoming your own banker, IBC system. And there is a huge difference about what is guaranteed to happen between your car, your phone, your fire or house insurance and your life. Jonah, please be real, real gentle with everybody. What is the difference? What is guaranteed to happen in life, that valuable property that makes money, that produces goods and services for people, what's the difference? Well, the difference is in life, at some point, you will pass away. 
right? At some point you will go. Again, let me be very clear. If you're listening to us, if you're watching us, I don't think that you've got anybody in your life today that has never passed and won't be passing, right? This is not how this works. You have to pass away. So if you buy the right type of life insurance, a guaranteed product on your whole life, then that is that product has to pay as opposed to the products we just talked about, phone insurance, home insurance, car insurance, that doesn't have to pay. Again, not because the insurance company is pulling a fast one over on you because you don't have to lose your phone and you don't have to crash your car. In fact, you hope you don't. I mean, that's the thing. You actually hope it doesn't pay out. But in life insurance, because you will die, you hope that the insurance company will replace all the money that you would have been making had you been alive. There you go. So this is really important too. We've got to talk about different types of uh, life insurance because there are different types just like there's different types of we've named three or four types consistently of the other insurances well life insurance life insurance has more than one type not every type guarantees that payout that's true right very important to understand so there are two basic umbrellas in insurance ladies and gentlemen for the beginners out there we hope you're enjoying this and this is not super technical so this is the place you want to be if you want to understand the components of the product and the process the two types of life insurances the big umbrella are permanent and temporary or term. Okay, so Jonah, help us understand the differences. Yeah, permanent sounds exactly how it is. Permanent. It's going to last for your whole life, right? And term is, or temporary, is uh, temporary. It's for a term. The very most common terms are 10 years of time, 20 years of time, and 30 years of time. So to put it frank and blunt with you, if you get a life insurance policy for a 10-year term and you pass away in the 11th year, the insurance company does not have to pay. The contract said 10 years and you were alive for those 10 years. Okay. Everybody understands term. Hopefully I'm going to now tackle a little bit about the permanent. The permanent gets tricky. Okay. It is categorized around permanent life insurance. And so it has the ability to be there until you die. But there are two big types of permanent insurance. Universal is a permanent type of insurance and whole life is a permanent type of insurance. Now we're going to get to whole life because we love it and talk about it a whole lot. So let's talk about permanent for a second in the area of universal. Sure. Okay. So universal life insurance is way different. And I think personally, but they didn't ask me when they came up with it in 1980, I think it's misclassified. You don't think it's, I, I would agree. I don't think that it's permanent. I think it's misclassified because Universal life insurance has the ability to expire or term out, and you may not have it for your whole life because of factors that you cannot control. And so all that to say in very layman's terms, universal life insurance costs more the older you get. And whole life insurance does not. So universal life insurance, the cost of having the insurance or keeping the insurance gets Higher and higher as you get closer to what's called mortality, a.k.a. we're getting older, we're going to die at some point. Yep. So it costs the insurance company more to make sure they are going to take on that risk. Yep. Big deal. So underneath the umbrella of universal, ladies and gentlemen, there is straight universal or just universal. There's variable universal and there's indexed universal life insurance. They all have slightly different components and those components are explained really well 
when we go back to whole life now and start talking about the three cup setup. That's right. Before we jump, we're almost done with product. Okay. It's almost time to get into the process. Okay. But before we do that, I, I always love to explain the product this direction, this way. And you think about insurance, the most common form of insurance that almost everybody has or can think about picture in their mind is car insurance. You've got it at home. I've got it as well. I drive a car. But that doesn't actually mean we have the same thing. See, there are different options even inside the policy. There are different options depending on which company you use. A Mm -hmm. lot of people don't put this together. But here's how I explain. You've seen the commercials just like I have. The Allstate man says that if you drive safe for six months, they'll cut you a safe driving check. I've I've heard that. You've heard that, right? Right. Okay. And now again, they could take it away this year if they want to, but you've probably seen that. Well, when you see Flo at Progressive in her commercials or Jake at State Farm in his commercials, they aren't saying anything about a check. I've never seen one say Mm. something about a check. Okay. But they they have car insurance. But they have car insurance. what you're saying. Right. So what I'm saying to you is... They're car insurance. It's three different car insurance companies. They do other things, but car insurance. But one of them's got a different option than the other two have, right? Let's take it a step further. Yep. I could have liability coverage. Everybody's heard of that. Right. You could have full coverage. Right. Still car insurance, but aren't don't we have different things? Don't we have different options? We do. I could have towing. You could have rental car. It's still car insurance, but we have different options. A lot of people just don't realize that life insurance, even if you have the right type, has those options on it too. And you've got to know which options are should be selected and or work with someone who knows what options should be selected in order to get the exact right type of policy that you actually want. So lots of differences between insurance, lots of differences between permanent and temporary, lots of differences between companies, which we won't go into today, lots of differences between the options that could be on a policy or couldn't be on a policy. But the point of the matter is when we talk about product, that it's got to be whole life. It's got to be from a company that will offer the options that you need. And you need to work with an agent like us who knows those options to put on and can help you use that policy, that product for the process. I love it. Banking. Ladies and gentlemen, that takes us maybe to our first commercial break. Jonah, why don't you introduce it? Because you in the past couple of months have been going through this new series. We want to shift everybody over there because you have walked us through the components and the definition of whole life insurance. Tell us what these are. Yeah. So we've got a YouTube series. If you want to see all of them, you can visit our YouTube channel that is at the cash compound on YouTube, but the series is called investments. And so today's commercial break is brought to you by the investment of whole life insurance. Are you ready for it in under 60 seconds? Here's your whole life investment. Whole life insurance has a level premium and death benefit and provides a guaranteed benefit upon the death of the insured, regardless of when they die. Whole Life Insurance also has a savings component known as the cash value. Those funds are available with a guaranteed return and at any time you can borrow from or withdraw from the cash value tax-free. This and the fact that Whole Life covers you until death, as long as you pay your premiums, offer clear advantages over term life insurance, which only pays out if the death occurs within a specific time frame. However, purchasing something guaranteed for life will cost you relatively more than renting that same thing for a term. Now that we have heard about whole life insurance, why don't we break it down into three cup setup, sir? Let's do it. Okay, for those of you who are visual, we've got cup one, two, and three right here on our table. And we're going to walk and talk you through this. Jonah, about two, three years ago now, 
I think it was three years ago, maybe, we first came up with this visual and this way to uh, describe the buckets of money, the pools of cash, who's growing, who's cash flowing, what's guaranteed over here. And it came out of necessity and frustration because you, I think, were on the phone with lots of people and they just weren't getting it. So take us back if you can remember, and then I'll explain what's going on. Yeah. So you're exactly right. You've explained it well. Um, For lots and lots and lots of years, and even still today, I help a lot of people understand the infinite banking concept. And I realized that Three, four, five, six people a day were asking me the same questions. And so, of course, if they're getting asked the same question over and over, you're using the same answer over and over, you start to realize, I've got to do something a little different or explain a little better because these they need to understand this. They need right. to get it. And so that's really where it was born, right? I did a lot of these conversations over the telephone, so I don't have visuals in front of me. We're not doing a, a Zoom call or a video chat. And so I had to get these folks to use their imagination, Right. So imagine with me three buckets, three pools, three cups. And that's where the three cup setup was born. Love it. Ladies and gentlemen, let me break it down for you. Cup number one, the red one is premium or premium deposit. Cup number two or the green one in the middle is cash value. And cup number three, the blue one is death benefit. Those are the main three cups of the three cup setup, but we also have a little shot glass. And before we get into those main three cups, let's go back to something you said right before the investment and commercial, and it was working with the right type of company. Now, the right type of company is going to be a mutual insurance company, which helps me get to the little shot glass cup four. But first, you talk about the company, and I'll bring in the glass. Sure. I'll let you know about the company. When we design infinite banking policies per the Nelson Nash guidelines written down in the book, Becoming Your Own Banker, we like to use mutually owned insurance companies. Mutually owned insurance companies are opposed, opposite of stock owned insurance companies. Mutually owned insurance companies don't have stockholders. And so what that means is when the company does well, when the company makes money, when the company has profits, they give those profits back to the policyholders. Policyholders are you and I once you have a policy. Love it. And that's really important because who doesn't want a little bit of a bonus, a little bit of a kicker or whatever you want to call it each and every year. Love it. So on a visual standpoint, ladies and gentlemen who can see it, or if you end up watching any of our videos out there, we want to remind you that that's our little shot glass here. Normally has a dollar sign on it. Maybe it's red to to kind of match the premium cup, and we'll get to that in a second. And annually, as your insurance company partner for your infinite banking policy or your save and spend system, as they have those profits at the end of the year, meaning that not everybody died, right? And all the buildings didn't burn down, right? So they took in more premiums than they actually needed to pay out the benefits. For everyone who needed benefits that year, they're going to have some profits, and they're going to offer them to you. We're going to hold it right here for just one second, and we want to help you understand that if you go to a stock company, they don't have dividends for you. They don't give them out. Sure don't. And uh, if you're doing this and practicing this in Canada, there's also differences there, but you can do this across North America. But in the U.S., we want to find a company that is a mutually owned insurance company so you can partner with them. Insurance companies are super profitable. Mm-hmm. So why don't we partner up with them? Right. Get some of that, get some of that cake get at the end of the profit. year. 
Okay, so cup one, two, and three. Ladies and gentlemen, premium deposit. When we give an insurance company money for our policy, what is that called? What's that bill called? It's called a premium. Premium, right. We give them a little bit, and premium goes right here in cup one. So we're going to slap some money in so there. So this is important. Yep. Premium works the same way with any type of insurance that you have. We've mentioned a few. Phone insurance, home insurance, car insurance, life insurance. Premium is the cost. Premium is the the bill, whatever you want to call it. Premium is how much is coming out of your pocket and going to the insurance company. I think I want to double down on what you said, actually, to make sure everybody heard it. Premium is the bill. Sometimes when we get a little further along and we start taking and talking numbers with people, they want to say, man, what are the fees? And we told them the fees yep. 30 minutes ago. Yep. The premium. The premium. That's the fee. Again, I'll say <laughs> we paid it. Premium is the cost. Yep. Premium is the bill. Premium is the deposit. Whatever word you want to use, premium is it. And it works the same way in any insurance policy. The cool part about it, we'll come back to cup one and tell them some attributes and okay. benefits. Yes, I'll that. come back to a good call. But yeah. the cool thing about premium the bill, the cost, is when any insurance, the second that you pay it, you send money from your pocket to that company, it buys you something. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, that takes us to cup number three. Jonah, what does premium buy us in life insurance? Well, in life insurance, premium buys us a big chunk of change that gets paid out when we pass away. That big chunk of change is called the death benefit. Jonah, hold on. You just said when we pass away. So many people in the life insurance world in a, in a natural and normal scare tactic approach. Natural and normal. I'm not mad at anybody, sure. but they say the word if all the time. Yeah, it's not if. I don't know. Again, I, I said it earlier, but I don't. Anybody listening, watching? Got people that just been around a while. Well, I'm Baptist. Few hundred, I'm, I'm Baptist, so there was like one or two people back in the day who yeah. didn't die. One. One well, person well, Enoch, back in the day. Enoch didn't die either. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's got to go. It's not if, it's when. It's when. It's when. So again, let me relate it to the other insurances you have. If you pay $10, $20 for phone insurance, you've purchased a benefit. The benefit is $1,000 or $1,500 to replace the phone if and only if something in their guidelines happens to the phone. Right. If you pay $100, $200, $300 for car insurance, you've bought a big chunk of change. How much is your car worth? $25,000, $50,000? 75,000, you've bought that. If and only if something happens within the parameters of your of their contract to your car, right? Same with the house, right? Whatever yep. the house insurance oh, yeah. costs, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, $200, you've bought a bu- big chunk of change. How much is your house worth? 200,000, 300,000, half a million. You've bought that. If and only if something happens to your house within the parameters written by the company. Back to life insurance, back to whole life insurance. If you pay the premium, Soon as you send them the money, you've bought something. And it's the big chunk of change that gets paid out when you pass away. If it's whole life insurance. There we go. When you pass away. Not if in this scenario. When. So for those of us who are looking at the visuals and thinking about this, we pay a little bit of money, yes, for premium, and it buys a lot of someone else's money, the sure. insurance company. So watch this, ladies and gentlemen. You want to talk about a return. We're not going to get into that. But look, your little bit of money, premium, Red Cup Cup 1, bought a lot of the insurance company's money. It's on standby for when you die. Jonah, 
Where did this blue cup money come from? Is it yours? Did you give it to them? And surely did not. Absolutely. And a lot of times we have to go slow through it like this for people so we can graduate from elementary school on to middle and high school and then use this policy for cash. The blue cup, the death benefit, is not money you gave them. It's way more. And in whole life insurance, of course, starting tomorrow, we're the insurance company's on the hook for all this risk. That's right. If you died tomorrow, God forbid, they'd pay out and they would have lost big time. Yep. They hope and pray you're going to live a while. So that's probably why they make you pee in a cup before you get it. But death benefit goes out to your friends, family, church, and charities, as you say. Help Wherever us understand like. some of the attributes of that death benefit. Sure. Some of the attributes of death benefit. This is really important. Now, please double check. There are some uh, tweaks and changes depending on where you live. But one humongous attribute of death benefit is it passes income tax-free. Let's go. Income tax-free. So again, this humongous chunk of change. And again, the insurance company will determine that for you. Yeah. 100000 500000 a million, $2 million. This huge chunk of change gets passed on to friends, family, church, or charity, or any mixture thereof that you'd like to pass it on to, income tax-free. So it's a return on what you gave them in the long run. Now, of course, you'll be blue in the face. It's a blue cup. Okay, so after your funeral or home-going service, your friends, family, church, or charity will get this. No more GoFundMes, no more fish fries, because this is going to come out to your family. That's right. A lot of folks... I don't know. They kind of debate that. That That isn't debatable, guys. We didn't give you any opinion. This is coming That's out. That's how it works. Okay. Now, here's... A humongous attribute. Of huge, the huge. We haven't gotten to the premium attributes yet. We'll go back to that, like Jonah said. But let's talk about Cup 2 now. Sure. Now, Cup 2 comes into play because the insurance company is on the hook for the blue cup, and they must pay it out. You bought it. It's going to come out to your folks after you're gone. Cash value can be thought of as the liquid equity portion of the entire gross death benefit. That's right. So when we are showing this to people all the time, we physically pull some of those dollars out of that death benefit, whatever that big number might be, and we'll slide it into cup two, cash value, so you can see visually where it came from and that it's in a different bucket for you And there are some great contractual uh, options you have with this cup. One of the best things and attributes, benefits of the cash value, the net present value of that future payout is that it's liquid. Let's go. Liquid. What does this mean? What does this mean? Meaning you can use it. Right. Meaning it's an asset to you. This is you've got access to to dollars, liquid dollars. So, again, let me let me paint the picture a little bit more realistic because this actually happened in the last week. I had a gentleman reach out to me and he said, no way. I couldn't believe that in the process of me applying for a mortgage at the regular bank, they asked for my assets. And in their drop down list, they had cash value of life insurance. Okay, y'all, y'all need to pay attention out here. Said, well, of course they did. It's a nas- It's liquid money that you and can it's get yours. It's it's for you. It's got your name on it, and the insurance company is holding it. Remember the word insurance. Let's go back to the word insurance. What is it? It's a guarantee. That's what insurance is. So let's not play around with that. Number one, by getting the wrong type of insurance, right. and number two, let's realize that this is an asset that you own, and the cash value is what you can control today. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, remember, cash value is simply a part of the whole. 
Now, there's a lot of folks out there, Susie and Dave, Susie Orman and Dave, that'll try to throw people off. And we're talking to folks all the time who want to argue what the definition is yep. and where it comes from. Ladies and gentlemen, what we've given you around here so far is not opinion. Cash value is how much equity you have in the big number. That's right. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, I like to say that you can use, lose, or abuse that pool of money by borrowing up to that amount from the insurance company. Remember who gave it to you? The insurance company gave you this big blue cup for later, and the green cup is the representative amount that they've got on standby if you call them and ask for some today. That's right. Okay. Now, one of the guarantees is that it's liquid. You mentioned that. Another guarantee is that it's getting bigger. It grows. Help us understand. Yeah. So each day, each month, each year, you get older. Yep. Right? Meaning I, I should being do. you're a little closer to that future big payout that your family will get. Each day, each month, each year, as you get older, with whole life insurance, there's recurring costs or the bill, just like any insurance. Again, I'm trying to be clear and transparent. Has anyone out there ever bought car insurance where they paid once and they had it for the rest of their lives? No, it's an ongoing premium. No. You can't do that with home insurance. Right. You can't do that with phone. That's not how it works. It's an ongoing premium. So the cool part about whole life insurance built for infinite banking is every time that bill is recurring, that deposit, that cost happens again, monthly or annually or twice a year, whatever you'd like, more of this future payout has been purchased or bought which means more slides right on over from the future bucket into the present bucket, which means your cash value grows each and every year, each and every time you pay premium. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, cash value in the short one-sentence version of this just keeps getting bigger. Now, one of the attributes of cash value is also that it's liquid, and the third one that you need to understand is it's a loan. We're borrowing against our policy if and when we decide to use, lose, or abuse it. Therefore, it's not taxable either. Sure so that. it's a loan. It's also a loan against a value of death benefit that is not taxable. That's right. There's no taxes happening here. Read my lips. No new taxes. Jonah, help us out. Where'd that come from? No new taxes. Read my lips. No new taxes. I don't know. You're not old enough. Yeah, you're too young for me. I don't know. Okay, somebody out there, put it in the comments. You know where that came from. So cash value is the liquid portion that we can get to. Now let's go back to cup one, and let's talk about those benefits benefits of cup one. Because cup one is the answer, and we're going to prove it to you right here. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, cup one is guaranteed. When I say guaranteed... I'm often saying, well, let me give you the whole picture. Cup one is guaranteed. Cup three is the grow and cup two is the cash flow. So this system of whole life insurance used for banking is guaranteed to grow and cash flow. Cup one, cup three, and cup two. Cup one, when I say guaranteed, means that you can't lose it. That's right. Okay. Doesn't go backward, doesn't go down. And why? It's because it is backed to buy a bigger amount. It is not an investment strategy. We cannot lose to the market. You do realize, ladies and gentlemen, we have not mentioned market factors or risk at all. This is insurance. Okay, it's guaranteed not to go down or backward. It's guaranteed to grow, meaning that if we give the insurance company premium, it's going to buy their money. 
guaranteed to grow. And the third thing, it is level. I like that one. That's a really important it's one. The level. We've related this whole life infinite banking insurance policy to a lot of other insurance policies during this, this episode, but there's one, there's a lot of key differences, but this one's very important and your car insurance, that bill can go up. It can. And your house insurance, that bill can go up Mm -hmm. and your phone insurance, that bill can go up and infinite banking policies, whole life insurance, the bill cannot go up. It's level. They won't change it. So again, I'm saying if you're 20 years old now, 40 years old now, 60 years, 60 years old later, 80 years old later, they can't mess with the bill. You have a contractual That's right huge. to be able to pay the same amount of money. The cost cannot change, and it's buying you their dollars. That's right. Big deal. So what happens is the dollars that we give them are constantly going to be working and buying their money for us, cup three, and cup two is how much of it we can get to. Big deal, ladies and gentlemen. So premium is the answer. Premium is not the question. Premium is the answer. Every dollar that you decide to give the life insurance company has guarantees and growth on it. So as we like to say now, every dollar you save here can be spent over here. That's right. That's why we call it the save and spend system. Because every dollar you decide to give a mutual insurance company for a whole life product is going to kick off separate pools of money that you can spend at the same time. At the same time. At the same time. So if we borrow, beg, borrow, or steal against our policy, our policy has collateral, we can borrow the insurance company's money against it. Our money we've given them still grows. It's still there. We did not withdraw any of it. That's right. Big deal. I got a question for you. Yeah. It's a good time to take a second and let them know the people who are listening or watching where they can go if they want to learn more. Where should they go? All right, ladies and gentlemen, you can always find more of our content and educational library by going to saveandspendsystem.com. And we've got a Facebook group. We've got a private group out there called Infinite Bankers. We'd love to usher you into our family and community to have a conversation, questions, or concerns from you at any time. So saveandspendsystem.com. Go ahead and drop us your email so we can stay in contact with you. We won't spam you, but we'll let you know when we're going live, virtually, or in person all across the country and how you can get in touch with a cash consultation coach for your free cash consult. We want to talk to you one-on-one, answer your questions, and help you get started with that. And if you're not ready just yet, of course, like, subscribe, and hit us up on Facebook, and we'll talk there. Joan, at this point, let's jump back in and let's talk about using this cash value. Okay. Okay. We are now going to start using some banking terms sure, because we want people to understand that it is a bank. Remember our guidebook here, the field guide for doing this process from Nelson Nash himself is Becoming Your Own Banker, 5th edition. Go ahead and click the links below, around, uptown, downtown, wherever that is, and go ahead and get your copy, maybe about $25 or so. Now, Becoming Your Own Banker, banker, banking is going to be a verb now right we've got this policy it's going to do what's going to do but what can we do we can bank with it okay now what does that Using mean when i heard bank with it become your own banker nine years ago i had no context yeah it means mimic what your average everyday local banking institution does with money that they get that's what it means mimic what they do so if you're unfamiliar let me paint a picture for you You get a paycheck. Almost everyone does. Whether they get it bi-weekly, every week, every month, whether it's commission, whether it's the bonus, it doesn't matter. But most people, when they get that paycheck, they give it to the bank. 
That means the bank has lots of money. Everybody on your street gave their paycheck on Friday to the bank. Right. The bank's got it. But the bank does not leave it there. See, think about it. If the bank just took your money and left it in the drawer, how in the world would the bank pay the light bill? How in the world would they pay the employer, the employees, the tellers and things right. like that? They can't do that. They have to make some of their own money. And the resource that they have is your money because yep. you just put it in there. Okay. And so what they do is they take that money, technically speaking, belonging to someone else. Yep. They loan it out for things like cars and houses and credit cards and putting a fence in the backyard and redoing the kitchen and student loans. They loan it out for stuff, just regular everyday stuff. And when you get that loan, they force you into repayments. That's the strategy that we want to mimic using our banking policy. We want to take the cash value, technically speaking, the net present value of the future payout. Yeah, I love it. That the insurance company put there. I didn't drop off all this big money over there. They did. I'm going to take some of it and I'm going to loan it out, whether it's to myself, personal loan, or whether it's to family or friends. And what can I loan it for? Well, houses and cars and putting fence in the backyard and student loans and redoing the kitchen or whatever else you dream up, right? But then whoever got the loan, including myself, should repay it because that's the final step of the banking process. And that's actually how the banks make lots of money for themselves. So for those of you who need a visual and might be looking at us, a reminder, if we beg, borrow, or steal against our policy by taking some of this cash value... We're going to now have the money to be able to do whatever financing or buying we want to do, and our money's still in the game. you got to remember that. The premium that makes the whole world go around here is still there. It's still guaranteed. It's still buying death benefit. It's still growing and earning annual dividends. Okay, so over the course of time, we can take new incomes or other people's money, OPM, and we can replenish our full value of our policy. That's right. We can replenish it right here. But also, Jonah, this is where it gets into the profit. We've now put back what we took out. That's right. How in the world does the bank make profit? If everyone just takes money out and puts that money back, there is no profit. Right. If, that, if the bank loans you 50000 for a car and you gave them back exactly 50000 the bank didn't make any money. So now the bank and you need to be thinking about extra or interest. So if you decide to pay yourself interest, remember you own this bank, and I know you forgot that already because you're probably trying to figure out numbers at this point. You pull dollars out, use them on what you want. Your money was still in the game. You still had a policy. Over the course of time, you or other people you loaned it to put it back. You've replenished. It's liquid again. The interest you might charge yourself, whatever it is, now goes into the new money bucket. The new money cup is cup one, where we place our money. That's right. Now, if more money goes into premium, Jonah, mm -hmm. than was required because we found some interest or some extra out there in the world and we put it here, what automatically happens to our policy in the other cups? Well, of course, anytime you pay premium, the bill, the cost of insurance, you buy something. Meaning, if we put more into that premium cup, then the insurance company stacks on a little more into our 
death benefit. Let's go. That's called additions if you want to get technical about it. And because we now have a bigger pool of future guaranteed value, there's also going to be new pools of net present cash value, cup number two. And you notice that we never lost control or put any of our money at risk. All of the dollars stayed with us. They're still there. The original principal, you might say, or the original premium, the cash value we took out and replaced is still there. We have new interest that when it's all still here. And of course, you probably went out and bought something that you own now, too. Sure did. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the three cup setup as best we can help you understand in the new year. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and have been learning about how you can crack the code to cash flow and become your own banker. We know we've got somebody out there in the world of YouTube and our YouTube channel who is one of those people who's learning something new right here on this channel. So if you have not subscribed to us on our YouTube channel, now is the time. Jonah, why don't you introduce our fan follow? Big shout out to Chris Gales, and that's at Chris Gales Music on YouTube. He is a Memphis musician, and he has recently subscribed to our channel to learn more about the infinite banking concept. So a little bit of time on our episode to give a big shout out to Chris. Uh, Chris, like we mentioned previously, if you are on Facebook, please jump into our private group, uh, Infinite Bankers. Reach out to us. We'll be happy to, uh, to, to uh, talk to you or answer your questions. Uh, and of course, you can get more information about the three cup setup at the save and spin system.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we look forward to having a conversation with you. Remember free cash consultations to everyone who goes to our site or wants to get in a conversation with our coaches. All of us here at the cash compound do this process personally. We'd love to answer your questions about doing it for yourself and your family. We've got more great episodes coming up with investment topics, tips, and interviews with folks just like you who are starting their journey of cracking the code to cash flow. We'll talk to you very soon. You are now tuned to the banking we could make it three cause set up this the life we chose. Gave a lot of game, we never got a lot of things. Bow your head and say the prayer. We taught you how to be the bank. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Cash Compound Podcast. Find out more about Cracking the Code to Cash Flow on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, or wherever you listen to your financial future facts. To visit us online, go to thecashcompound.com or thebankingbros.com. And to join us at our next live event online or in person, go to our websites.